we got to be all structured and shit too. Hey. Hey. Chase and show. Monday. Monday. It's uh, the Chase Mental and Shep show. Monday. Mental health Monday. This is, uh, we're doing it live today. So uh, if you're peeping this on Spotify, um, it's probably Tuesday at this point. And uh, this is probably going to be a little less. Today, so oh, shit, the bed. <laughs> Freaks me out. Uh, um, that totally threw me off. So if you're peeping this on Spotify, there's going to be these long um uh, uh pauses and stuff that are not edited out of the show. Because uh, we live. We're live, baby. We're live. It's Mental Health Monday. I've been excited for this, man. I was looking for, I've been looking forward to this. It's just a damn shame. I, uh, I'm so sick today. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working hard, bro. It's, it's accessible to get e- uh, easily sick when you're working hard. Yeah. Working long hours. That's so, a good way. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. We've been this, putting that work in, man. That's right. For that's sure. right. And putting that work in, uh, can definitely put a strain on the mental health. That it can. And, uh, I know 2020 had a, pretty big strain on the mental health for a lot of people. Yeah, um, so I guess to, to start, um, even though I don't know if anybody's, anybody's even in here yet. Um, I wanted to do mental health Mondays because, you know, I, you know, I'm a advocate for, for mental health and, uh, you know, I have, I have my own shit that I deal with on a regular basis. Uh, I, I deal with an anxiety disorder, uh, and especially this past year, um, you know, it's gotten so bad to the point where I've, I've really had trouble keeping a job. And that's why, you know, that's why we've been going so hard on the chase and Shep show. Uh, well, I mean, okay. definitely on the, definitely on my end, just because this is, this is what I have to do. You know, uh, I, I have to put all my effort into making this work, uh, the, because I happen to learn to adapt. You know, uh, anxiety definitely can make day-to-day life very difficult. And in addition to that, I also uh, have a condition called uh, uh, pseudo seizures or psychogenic non-epileptic seizures, depending on your preference. Uh, but it, it's a it's a mental disorder. Basically, uh, my my body and my brain just kind of disconnect sometimes. Uh, my 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 body processes stress in uh physical ways and stuff like that and and it's definitely made life very difficult it started about like six years ago now i think five or six years yeah uh which is crazy to me uh but it's not it's 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 something that not a lot of people know about and i know for me trying to find information on this particular uh disorder uh, has been very difficult and very discouraging sometimes. And, uh, and, and that just kind of, it's a, it's like a feedback loop, uh, where I just start getting more depressed and then, you know, one thing leads into another, leads into another. Um, but that's, that's why I, I thought it was important to do mental health Mondays, get this conversation started, talk about things that aren't being talked about, break some stigmas because there's a lot of stigma around mental health, uh, uh, in general, just, you know, uh, there are times where even, you know, it, it's hard not to listen to other people, you know, and adopt right. and, and adopt their mentalities. Uh, 
when it comes oh, yeah. to these stigmas. Uh, because there are times where even I just kind of get to a point where I'm like, am I just, am I, am I just fucking making this all up? Am I just crazy? Am I, is this all just in my head? But then I have to take a step back and be like, no, man, you're just, you're listening to all these other people. And it's like, I have no desire to live my life <laughs> the way it is. I, you know, if I could have it my way, I wouldn't be so anxious and, and just right. fudged oh, up for, for yeah. my mother. <laughs> See, I think uh, for me, it was like I didn't really have like a bad childhood and stuff growing up, but definitely some anxieties mm-hmm. uh, popped up along the way. And so a little a little bit, of you know, a little bit yeah. of scarring. But for my my road in life, uh, I kind of overcame a lot of shit. <laughs> well, with, well, I should say real quick, I definitely didn't have a bad childhood or nothing like that. Mine was also no, no, <laughs> all like, yeah, in the later no, years. Like, <laughs> Like where any kind of mental health type issues for me pop up these days definitely stem from different little periods while growing up. But I don't think that they were ever, you know, it wasn't a bad overall childhood. It was very great. I love, you know, everybody that was a part of that. Uh, But doing music really helped me break through a lot of my anxieties and shit in life uh, Mm -hmm. because I was terrified of being around a lot of people. So I was like, yo, what's the best way to overcome that? And it's like, how about I stand in front of a lot of people and kind of show them me? <laughs> yeah. I, that's so, so interesting to me too, because, you know, as somebody who is, uh, you know, severe, like has this severe anxiety and everything, um, I've never had a trial. I've, I've never had trouble getting up on stage. That has never been a problem for me. Performing right. uh, has never been a problem for me. Um, talking to people has never been a problem for me. Um, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. That's The mind is a very powerful thing. It really is, though, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I know for me, um, uh, probably about, I want to say, late 2017, when I moved back here from Tennessee um, and, and the seizures were still pretty fresh and everything, uh, I started diving a little into uh, spirituality around that time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've never been a religious person, but after diving into spirituality and uh, finding ways to calm myself and, and stuff like that and, and to handle my shit <laughs> they they say mind body spirit and that's for a reason um you know it's it's definitely important whether whether you think it is or not it, it works yeah, I wonders i agree know? man i think i think a lot of it is uh it sucks but a lot of it does have to be on yourself and like mm-hmm. that meditation was a thing uh kind of that helped me out like reading different uh buddhist stuff you know and anything I could get my hands on when I was in the military actually is when I started doing that kind of stuff. And that's what made me really start changing who I felt like I wanted to be as a person, because it was like, ultimately when it boiled down to it in my eyes, I was out in the middle of the ocean, just sitting on the side of our ship one night. And I was like, you know, in this life, I get a, I get to choose who I want to be essentially. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I could take control of that or I could just let it be and just, you know, go with it. And, you know, that's when I decided at that point, like, I'm going to take control of this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I've read a a great quote um, that it says, it may not be your fault, but it's your responsibility. So, 
you know, even if somebody else caused you pain or suffering in some way, it's still your responsibility to handle it. Um, oh. And you, you do that. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into uh, fixing your mental, you know, and, and getting in that right head space. Um, and, and it's exactly that it's work, you know, um, and it's very easy to revert to, you know, taking the easy ways out, uh, whether that be drugs, alcohol, what have you. Um, but I, I, you know, I agree. I just, I, it's one of those things where for people who have met me, for people who talk with me people who have watched us on here and watched me and listened to me talk and stuff you'd have no idea you know i'm like this six foot two like big burly dude that's um i cry all the time i'm like anxious as fuck i uh you know i have seizures i i I have all this shit that's wrong with me um and i and, and i have been fighting my hardest to not let it control my life you know which is why uh we're here now uh, to, to, to help people along the way. And uh, what you're saying about the, the, the books and stuff too, for anybody watching, um, if anybody needs any recommendations or anything like that, I do have like a, a, a set list of books that have helped me a lot over the years. Uh, one book in particular that I've literally like bought multiple copies of <laughs> and given to people uh, over the past couple of years is uh, The Tao of Pooh, like Winnie the Pooh. And it explains Taoism uh, with the characters of Winnie the Pooh. And, uh, bye, Aaron. <laughs> and uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great, uh, it's a great book. It, it, it helps, it, it helped me a lot for sure. And it kind of set me down that, um, that path of, of spirituality. And I was actually, it was very interesting to me that as the farther I got into Buddhism, the more I realized that, um, I'd been practicing a lot of it um, prior, you know, Uh, it was a lot of things that I already felt in general uh, just kind of helps me live my life. And, and, and it is just about being like a good dude. I just, you know, I, I, I'd rather put more good into the world than harm because there's just a lot of, you know, there's just a lot of fucked up shit in the world. And, and I, I, I really try my best not to add to that. Uh, I I think that with the times that we live in now, it's harder it's 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 a lot more hard to put good stuff into the world than it is just to put bad stuff into the world. Yeah, I uh, I had this 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 epiphany one night that uh, um, all darkness is natural, but not all light. Um, and I feel like that really applies to human nature in the sense that uh, darkness is like the default. Negativity is the default. You know, a lot of people are, are just like, I don't want to say inherently bad. That's, you know, that's not the case. I think everybody has equal parts, good and bad within them. But especially nowadays, I mean, uh, negativity runs rampant, especially uh, in the, in the digital age with social media and all that. Uh, I mean, uh, YouTube is like the the wild west. I mean, you, you walk into a, a comment section and, and oh my God, you know, and that's yeah. nothing new. That's been the case since social media has, has been in existence. It's just given a platform for hate. And, uh, you know, that's sad. This but seems like terrible for it too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, uh, you're getting a little quiet over there again, bud. I'm sorry. Please hold for technical difficulties. I'm sorry. I didn't there you know go. Nothing. There you go. There you go. I didn't uh, know that anything happened. You're good. You're good. Um, but yeah, 20, 2020, I feel like it was one of those years that if you didn't go into it with a, a mental disorder, you probably left it with one. Oh, easily, man. Easily. It was a, it was a very mentally stressful year all around. Like for, I think everybody, I don't think there's one person that I, I think that, well, I, I can't say that. I bet there's a few people on this planet that had a really good 2020. And I, I mean, shit, I was thriving there at the beginning, you know, uh, I was like, this isn't too bad. And I definitely, I made the most of my 2020, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. despite everything that was going on and, and, and everything, uh, it's definitely the way you look at it. Uh, that's another thing, you know, a great thing I read in, in one of these books is, uh, changing your perspective on things. It's, uh, an example it uses is, is you get on the subway and there's no seats. So you have to stand and, and hold onto the rail and you can either be upset by, uh, having to stand up and being crowded by all these people or anything like that. Or you can look at it as something fun. You know, as you hold on to the rail and, you know, it's, it's just all about perspective, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's that's kind of like the book that I read. Uh, that's what I was all digging around around here trying to look for because I know I have a copy of it somewhere around here. But it's basically like that. It's called Did I Ever Wake Up? Uh, it's a step-by-step guide on how to live life like a dream. So that's dope shit right there. I like uh, that. I was I'll already on... I was already on like the, yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, it's a real quick read too. It's only like 80 some pages. Uh, but I was already on that path, uh, to being more positive and all that kind of shit when I came across this book and it was just something that added to it. And it's a book that I like, like I said, since it's so short, I always like to just look at it like, cause you know, we all have our moments of getting back down and, mm-hmm. and messing up and getting back into our old habits. So when that happens, I like to pull this book out Give it a quick read in one afternoon, basically. You could sit down and read this whole thing. And it's like, get that mind back on right. It's like, yeah, uh, the example that one gives is, you know, you can have, everybody's going to have bad thoughts, man. And when you have a bad thought, like this guy, he says he likes to imagine uh, having like a dresser in his head. And he opens the top drawer and he shoves that bad thought in there. And then he goes down and he opens the bottom drawer. And all the good thoughts come out that he keeps all of his good memories. He keeps up in there and he lets them all out. And he's like, you know, how can you be upset and negative at a time like that? Like when you're thinking about all those good memories, you can't. And right. it's like, you can, it's really, it is like, as hard as it is to say that it really is a choice. Like you have to choose mm-hmm. in the middle of being pissed, like being like, you know what? But I'm, I'm happy to still be here. I'm, I'm happy to have this problem that I can be upset about. And figuring out solutions, man. That's what a lot mm-hmm. of this is about. Just figuring out how can we get past this. I've always said that if you were to to walk in to my head, what it probably looks like is just post-it notes everywhere. Uh, just little reminders all over the place. Um, one, uh, one thing, uh, like I like to walk. I like to go for walks. But I find lately that uh, I'll go for a walk and I'll have my headphones in and I'll be fine. I'll be good. But if I pass somebody as I, as I walk, I get all self-conscious about my, my breathing and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, 
just the stuff like that where I have to like remind myself, like shoot up one of those reminders in my head. One, one thing in particular is like, uh, I, I realized I was very tense as I was walking and it was because I was subconsciously avoiding walking on the cracks <laughs> and I didn't realize I was doing it. So I have to like throw up those little reminders in my head and say, Hey, you're doing it again. And as soon as I say, you're doing it again in my head, I stop and I'm able to just walk and like quit, you know, being so tense. Uh, so yeah, just, just post-it notes as, as, as far as the eye could see in my head. And, uh, I, I got a little, little set of books over here that I like to return to again and again, because what's great about those, uh, especially like the, the Buddhism spirituality kind of books is that they're, they're set in simplicity. And, um, so they're not going to bog you down with, uh, you know, the, uh, the Buddhists say that if you can't explain it simply, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, and it, sh- it should be, it should be explained simply. Very much and so right. most of, most of those books are very, very short reads, um, that you could, you could finish in a sitting. Another favorite of mine is, uh, the dude and the Zen master, which is, uh, Jeff Bridges and, uh, okay. Bernie, I, uh, I can't think of his, his name. It's a, it's over there. I can't see it though. Uh, but it's a, a, a friend of his, he passed away, but he was big into the, um, he ran a, a, a lot of Zen centers and, uh, it's just, the whole book is just a transcription of a conversation that the two of them had at Jeff Bridges ranch. And, uh, it was, it was very insightful. Nice, man. I need to read a lot more books about that kind of stuff. Uh, that's one of the aspects of life I've very much so fallen off on uh, this past year, unfortunately, with all the time we've had. I know, man. What are you doing? I, I, I mean, I chose to fill that time doing other things. That's the only bad thing is there's only 24 hours in a day, man. You can only do so much. You can only dream so big. Well, hey, another great book for something like that. I, I suggest the Time Paradox, uh, the Modern Psychology of Time, uh, which was also a very life-changing book for me. Uh, after I read it, it, it basically just kind of tells you, uh, you know, there's different types of people with different time perspectives. You're either, um, oh, I like I started saying these things as if I remember all of it. It's yeah. like, it, it, but there's like certain groups that you fall under on what your like mindset is. You're either very, uh, I can't remember the specific names, but you're either very like past, present or future oriented in certain ways. Right. Um, and basically figuring out how to make the most of your time and stuff like that. And, and what I found fascinating about that book is it really did show me that, you know, those 24 hours in a day are actually a lot longer than we realize. Like you can do so much shit in 24 hours. It's, it's insane. Um, yeah, yeah. You can, if you push yourself, it's hard but I get it. Read. I get it. You don't got to push yourself. I won't make you read. I, I, I'm just, you know, it's the librarian in, in me. I got a Kindle, you know what I'm saying? Like I got like legitimately got a Kindle account. Uh, I get like, I'll go on there when I got some downtime and I'll get like five, six books downloaded. And then nothing, 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 I'm not nothing. Connected to that, bro. I'm like, Uh-oh. shit. <laughs> could have, could have, would have, should have, but I didn't. 
and I forgot. But like, I don't know, man. I got I got one that I really need to get to. It's uh, <laughs> it's called Batman and Philosophy: The Dark Knight of the Soul. That's I like that. Uh, I'll have to check that yeah. one out. Yeah, it's definitely uh, akin's uh, you know, the comics of Batman to more of a uh, philosophical standpoint. But I think, like, I don't know, man. Like, I've always been the type, like, I like reading and, like, looking up and researching stuff and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel more so, like, the way I've figured out life, good enough for me, has always been through experience. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, just trying to, like, piece, you know, like, because to me, a lot of some of the stuff we we still uh, follow today was just made up by people that just try to sit around and figure it out. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. So like I that that was kind of like w- when my opening came and my shift to being like I want to be more positive uh, minded. It was more so I don't know, man. Just trying to connect the dots on my own, figure it out, have explanations that I I, I felt satisfied with. And that's not to say like I go against like a science or something. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just talking about the stuff that none of us can explain within life still. Mm-hmm. science or anything right but uh i don't know man life's life's a fucking trip <laughs> i um two things that i've definitely come to uh learn are very important in this life is uh forgiveness and understanding um yeah. there's a lot of people who again it kind of it's that like it, it might not be your fault but it's your responsibility to take care of it um Basically, t- 2015 was like just a shit year for me, and um, I'll, I'm I'm gonna get a little personal here. Uh, so, heads up, uh, I know you know this, but it, it, 2015 for me started um, with uh, I was I was with somebody and we were supposed to have a child, and um, that did not happen, and uh, it, it it hurt a lot. Um, I mean, it was a decision that was made to not have the child, but originally we were going to, and it's one of those things that, you know, I don't, it's not that I don't talk about it, but it's one of those things that as a, as a man, how many times I've personally been told (laughs) that it hurt her more than it hurt me. Um, and, and just being, and and having it all downplayed on, on my end. And, uh, you know, I have, I have PTSD because of it. It's, it's, it's fucked me up so bad, uh, since then. Look, I'm getting emotional right now. Uh, and it's been very, very difficult for me over the past few years. And that's how my 2015 started was with the loss of this child and the loss of this relationship. And that was one thing looking back is, you know, I thought a lot of this pain was coming out of the loss of the child. But, um, I realized that a lot of that mourning was over the relationship um, in hindsight. And, uh, by the end of 2015 is when I started having seizures and had entered into a, uh, just, you know, a a mentally and emotionally abusive relationship. And again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying all of these things to paint a bad picture of, of these people, but to make the point about forgiveness and understanding which is, you know, uh, the, the, the girl I was supposed to have the baby with, we actually uh, had the rare opportunity. I've, you know, not a lot of people get the opportunity to sit down with 
with somebody later in life and talk things over. And we, and we got the opportunity to do that. And, you know, I've recently heard um, that people that aren't even a part of my life that I don't even know, or if, if it's just small town bullshit talking about it and, and saying things that aren't true. And it, and it hurt a little bit, but it's one of those things where I know where I stand on it. She knows where she stands on it and we're, and she and I are okay. And I'm very, very happy for her and, and her life. And, uh, you know, when you love somebody, all you want is the best for them. And I, I think that her, her life went in a good direction. And I think everything that I've gone through in that time has made me into the person I am today. I'm very grateful for it. And I let her know that recently. I let a lot of people know that recently to the point where I was like, maybe, maybe I should stop or people are going to think I'm going to like kill myself. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was getting rid of stuff, just like cleaning my house, just like getting rid of right. stuff. And then like hitting people up and being like, Hey, I just want to let you know, like you mean a lot to me and you, I really appreciate you. And here's why. And uh, I could see where that would get worrisome <laughs> from, right. from, oh, from yeah, some yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then the people, you know, that I lived with at the time, again, in hindsight, you know, these, these people created such a strain for me that I now have this seizure anxiety disorder that's probably going to be with me the rest of my life. And it's, it's a choice. I can either be mad at them and blame them my whole life, or I can take charge and I can, I can do something about it, which is exactly what I've done. And I've forgiven them truly because I have a greater understanding for them. Um, there's so many things I know now about mental health that if I knew then I would have been better equipped to handle the situation. Um, but it's just, that's just the way life goes. You know, you have to live through things before, (laughs) before you can learn them. Uh, you know, sometimes we just have to learn things the hard way. Uh, that's just how human beings are are hardwired. It seems, you know, things that you can be told a million times as a kid growing up at various points of your life, but until you experience them, uh, you know, there's no way for you to truly know, but forgiveness and understanding. I mean, I, I hold no ill will towards any of these people. Genuinely. Um, I still have uh, quite a bit of love in my heart for all of them. Um, and you know, I haven't really been able to talk to a lot of them since then, but, um, uh, again, you know, I wouldn't be who I am today. If it, if it wasn't for all the hardships. I feel that, man. And that's one of the things I've always kept in my mind going through life is been that if none of this stuff would have happened, like this all had to happen for me to be who I am today. And I love myself. So if I'm going to love myself today, I've got to love myself through all of those moments, even the bad, because mm-hmm. it had to happen. You know, in my opinion, it had to happen for me to be me right now. So like, it sucks, but you have to come, you know, when you look back on your past, you have to, you know, let that, like, you got to get to the end of it, man. And you got to let it just be that, man, the past for sure. Yeah. And, and it can be hard. Um, you know, I was talking to a a buddy of ours recently and I told him, uh, you know, a lot of my 2020 personally was about, uh, I guess the best way of putting it is, is freeing myself, (laughs) I guess. Um, and and it's weird how much we all live life for other people when we don't even realize we're doing it. And a lot of last year was exactly that for me of just looking at things that I'd been doing and seeing that they weren't working and analyzing it and realizing, am I doing this for me or am I doing it because I think somebody else 
wants me to do it, you know? Uh, and, and I, I totally just shifted gears this past month because I had to stop and I had to ask myself, are you doing this because you want to do this? Or are you doing this because you think other people want you to do this? Like I just applied for school and was getting everything ready to start college, uh, like this month. And, um, then we started going with the 25 sleighs. All of this was picking up and, and, and things were really looking good here. And I had to ask myself, I was like, am I going to school because I want to go to school or because that's what I think people want from me? Right. Uh, and especially as somebody with anxiety and, and how much that affects my day-to-day life and, and being unable to, to work because of it and all this other stuff, I know people worry about me. <laughs> and so when, and I don't like people worrying about me. So when they do worry about me, I, I do tend to fall back on like, oh, well, I need to do what these people want. You know, like I need, I need to appease them in, in some sort of way. Um, so a lot of 2020 was about living life for myself. And there, I don't think there's anything harder in this world than living your own life for you. It, 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 it is hard, man. Like uh, 2020 was, was so wild and different for me because I had moments that I was on top of the world, man, I felt like, and I had shit locked down. And then it would be like not even a week later and I'd be like, dang, I'm at the bottom. I, I feel like I got nobody. I see all of my friends going out and doing stuff. Why is nobody hollering at me? Like, why, why am I just chilling here at home and all this kind of stuff? But like, you know, you have to come to that moment where you stop and you're like, other people can go live their lives too. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And stuff. And not, you know, like you got to make a life that you want to live and do the things that you want to do. And if then, you know, people want to come around, but Hey, I'm busy. I'm doing this. And then, you know, that, that happens, man. And I don't think that's a bad reason for things to happen because you're like, no, I'm enjoying my life right now. Right. Uh, that was, that was one of the big things for 2020 was me to like, cause I came into 2020, not really doing music. And it was something that like, with all this time, I, I saw everybody around me being very creative and, and, and wanting to do music and hitting this and hitting that. And I kept having those thoughts with myself of why am I not feeling creative? Everybody else is creative as shit right now. And I'm just sitting here like, I ain't got nothing, man. I don't want nothing. Uh, I remember having a conversation with G where I told him, I was like, man, you know, Johnny Cash is all about positivity. And I, you know, I just don't feel like I have anything with how bad the world was this past year. I said, I just don't feel like I had anything to add to it. Mm -hmm. Like help at the moment. Like I was like, I just don't, man. I don't have anything. Uh, and I really needed to take a step back and focus on myself and my, my, my mental state and where I was at and what was stressing me out and, and all these different things in life. And I took my time over this past year doing that. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, and it shows because I think at the back half of the year, you know, we started doing the 25 slaves. Mm-hmm. We got we put out the Christmas EP. You know, we got sh- we and we got shit on the on the way yeah. in the works. And there's so much greatness going down that it's like you kind of did have to have to kind of you get off a little center, but it's like I got you got to recenter, you know. And I, you know, the, to me those were always the important things to realize. It's like right when you start mm-hmm. getting off center, that's when you, you know, to me that's when you need to do something about getting back on before it gets too bad. It's kind of yeah. like in the, how how I treat my my weight, you know what I'm saying? When I start feeling like I'm getting a little chubby. That's what I'm like. All right, I gotta do something about this before it gets out of control. Well, I uh, 
I don't know what point I want to go off of there. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think it helps that, you know, we're both creative types. We're artists. And, and that is, it, it's nice to have that kind of outlet when it comes to mental health. Um, you know, back in 2015, when everything was going on, um, I ended up writing like my first full length feature script. Uh, and it's one of my favorite scripts. I, I think it's a really solid story. It's a solid screenplay and it's just my heart poured out into this thing. I mean, it was, I, I had a tendency to create characters and put them through my bullshit <laughs> and, in a almost like, uh, it, it was, you know, it's like a controlled environment. You know, right. by putting these fictitious characters through my shit, I get to watch them deal with it and see see how I put them through it and ultimately figure out how I'm going to get through it. Um, and, you know, I, I've always had a passion for music. And this year I finally, you know, dove dove into that. Uh, matter of fact, as of today, I just dropped uh, my, my two mixtapes that I, I worked on. Uh, all all last year or the rough cut i suppose um a better version of it will be released later this year but it took a lot you know and i'm still a little self-conscious about it but even in that very first track i talk about being self-conscious and that's why i'm making this music and because you know for me i, I don't feel the same way about music as i do like my other creative endeavors i feel so free when i do music i feel like i can just do whatever the hell i want when it comes to music, uh, I think it's so expressive and, and it just, it's very, uh, you know, there's a, there's a release to it. And I definitely noticed with you because I did remember like earlier this year, you were really just like, yeah, man, I'm just, you know, just haven't real, really been into music lately. Not really been feeling it. And, uh, <laughs> when you're telling me like recently that you're like, yeah, I got this going and that going, this going, that going, I'm like, dope you know something must have happened right. you know something uh something came came back around um but something i started doing when i moved back uh to to illinois uh that was the end of 2017 so 2018 was the first year i decided to do this instead of setting new year's resolutions what i started doing was dedicating a certain uh aspect of health to each year so 2018 was my mental and emotional health. That was my focus for 2018. By the end of 2018, you know, I had gone through all of that spirituality and, and, and learning about mental health uh, and, and psychology and all this stuff and had a, a, a better grasp on it. I went into 2019 uh, and that was my year of financial health. And uh, that was the year I, I got a new car. I got my own place. I got a good job, you know, uh, I got back on top of things. I, I got to a point where I'd never really been before. And, uh, that was 2019 last year, 2020 was my year of creative health. And I focused solely on my creativity. I am very hard on myself when it comes to being a creative. Um, I am like, Oh, well you didn't, you didn't break into the film industry. So I guess you're a failure. And it's like, that's no way to judge yourself. That's no way to judge your, your success. So I wrote a list of all the things I did accomplish last year and comparatively to other years where I hadn't really gotten a lot done. You know, I wrote three feature scripts. I wrote a short script and submitted it to my first uh, contest. I released my first short film last year. 
I made all of this music. Uh, I made a few music videos. Um, and then we did the 25 slays. We ended it on, I, I started the year with a podcast that ended and then ended the year with a, a starting a new podcast. And, uh, so I, I found that it's a very successful way to go. I think you're static in. Oh, my bad. I'm my bad if I'm, uh, but it's definitely, so this year is my year of physical health and, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting in shape. I mean, see, that's kind of, um, that's kind of how I came into 2020, uh, 2020. Like, so like, kind of like you, like, we, you know, everybody that I know, at least we always be doing like little goals and little things like, you know, I want to do this. So coming into 2020, it was kind of like, uh, I had something in the works that I had talked to a few people about, uh, about getting, I've always been a big wrestling fan and I wanted to get into a wrestling ring. So I was like, yo, you know, this needs to be the year. We had a radio show going. It was going great. Mm-hmm. We had a way to cross uh, promote between us and this wrestling company that we knew uh, the guy that runs it, a good friend of ours. And it was like, yeah, you know, I'm sure if we can all sit down and get together that we can work something out, that would be pretty, pretty dope to do. But, uh, you know, 2020 hit everything shut down. Uh, and that was, that was probably, uh, one of the biggest hurdles I chose, you know, I had to get over this year was because, you know, uh, come like last fallish of 2019, that's when I started kind of trying to work out, mm-hmm. uh, getting, getting to a little bit better shape. And then I, I feel like, you know, getting into 2020, I was looking good. I mean, that's a, that's a personal, I, I think I was looking good. Uh, and then all that happened and, and it kind of, it, it does a, it does blow, uh, it does take a blow out of you, man. But it's like one of those things that's, you know, everybody else is going through this at the same time and you can get past it. And that's like, uh, you just have to reshift and refocus. And that's kind of like towards the end of the year, I finally hit to that point where I got my mind on right. And then it's like reshift, refocus. All right. Now we're getting back into the music and creativity side of it. And then, uh, you know, now it's like, all right, now that's going and that's going good. Let's get back into that physical side. Get back. Let's get back stage ready. This time though, is what we'll say. Yeah. What's, What's been cool about this approach is that, you know, that it, it's not like, you know, uh, 2018 ended and I went in 2019 and then just said, well, fuck my mental health and emotional health, you know, uh, we'll, we'll move on to the next thing. It's, I just spent a whole year working on this and now I know how to do it going into the next year and I can work on the next thing and, and right. maintain that, that last thing. Um, and each thing plays into the other and, and, and it has, it's been a progressive thing. I mean, every year that I focused on something, it has stuck with me and followed me into the next year. And so I know, you know, for, uh, people with anxiety and depression and stuff like that, uh, it is recommended to, to get healthy, you know, to exercise and, and eat better. And I know I eat like shit, uh, and you know, especially it's, it's 2020, you know, I wasn't getting out much and stuff like that. I tried to exercise as best as I, like I said, I'm a, I like walking and stuff like that. But, um, it's just one of those things where I knew I needed to, uh, it's not one of those things for vanity's sake or anything like that. Like, I just want to be healthy for, uh, my, my future people, I guess, you know what I mean? Uh, just, I, I, I want a family, you know, I want a wife, I want kids. I, I, and I want to be, uh, I want to be healthy. I want to be well. 
uh, you know, I came into this year knowing I needed to focus on my physical health and, and that would help clear up some stuff with, with the, uh, the mental health and help me focus more on everything we got going on, especially as this is built and grown organically over the past like month or so. And, uh, I just knew I was like, no, this is like, I'm going hard on this and, uh, I'm going to clear my head. I'm going to, I'm going to reset, uh, do what do what I got to do to to get me to where I need to be, and I still I'm feeling good about 21. You know, I'm feeling good with 21. Um, yeah, like I said, 20, it had its ups and downs. I think 21 will have its downs too, uh, for sure, for sure. But I think overall, yeah, the motivation going into this year is crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Definitely. You know, uh, I I do feel like I haven't been at this point in in many many moons. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm ready though uh and you know these mental health mondays will always be like our journey too as well as you know if anybody does submit any sort of questions to us or you know want us to talk about any sort of specifics areas or anything like that uh we will but uh i think it will be a showcase of you know struggles that we're having Mm -hmm. as well as triumphs that we're having over those struggles. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely all about, like I said, just starting the dialogue and talking uh, ab about all of this and, and just breaking stigmas, making people feel like it's, it's okay to, to not be okay. You know, we're all, we're all going through that. And, and that's again, you know, talking to a, a buddy of ours recently, um, he came over and was talking to me and telling me all these certain types of ways he is feeling. And, uh, he felt very alone in all of that. And it's just, you know, it's, it's so funny to me that all of us, all of us that deal with depression and anxiety, we know we're not alone. We know other people deal with this, but we all still feel alone at those times. We, there are those moments where we're just like, man, I just feel so alone. Like, and you just need those reminders. Cause I, I told him, I said, Listen, man, every time you come over here, you get this like just flipped on version of myself where I'm like, I'm here to give you a good time. We're hanging out. We're chilling. I'm happy to see you. I said, but before you came over here today, you know, like I had like three mental breakdowns and like all this other I, shit, I, all this shit that you're not seeing, um, you know, no, you, I, just, I, you I, just never know. You just never know. I so fuck with that because of like my... Uh, persona through the music I've done has always been so positive mm -hmm. that I get that all the time is you know I helped a lot of people they'll come to me with their problems and stuff like that and I'll always be an ear for anybody and I'll always be there for them uh, but then it was like you know if I had a problem they'd be like oh no you're positive you're, you know you're supposed to know what to do right. you're supposed to be on top of that and it's like I can have my moments too of feeling alone or like I got nobody in my corner uh, just because that, that the universe is going to do that to you, man. Uh, this life is going to kick your ass. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. And it's important to listen, you know, listen yeah. to the universe, listen to the world, to life. It's telling you something. It's trying to push you in a certain direction. So you need to pay attention. You know, okay. uh, it, it, it's again, one of those, it's, it's a choice. It's perspective. It's the way you look at it. Yeah, most definitely it is, man. I always try to look at it as positive as I can. I try to look at everything from other perspectives, but you know, some days 
You just see red. You can't. You yeah. I mean? yeah. It's one of those and and sometimes, you know, uh, we're not always going to be perfect, you know, um, especially nowadays with the cancel culture and all this stuff. Like I said, I watched Eddie Murphy raw this morning for the first time. And like that whole thing would not fly today. <laughs> like all those jokes and stuff, man. none of that would fly, but it's just like, it's jokes, man. It's, it's humor. And we live in such a toxic culture these days that, um, you know, it, we for for people who are dubbed super villains in our, our theme music uh right which that's what i wanted to get back to with your your dark knight book the batman book is uh the importance of superheroes to me um and what they mean to me and uh like there have been several times where i have cried during a superhero movie because there have been these moments of of hope, you know, like the end of amazing Spider-Man two, when the kid runs under the police line and stands in front of the Rhino and puts on the Spider-Man mask and everything. I'm like all teary eyed and shit. I'm like, that's what superheroes are all about. Like giving the courage and stuff like that. And I told somebody recently, I was like, this might sound corny, especially as like a 26 year old man and stuff like, but I, to this day, superheroes help me deal with my, problems you know and and that's always what it's been about ever since stanley created a lot of these characters you know back back in the day uh marvel and dc and you know this is always what superheroes were about to to see ourselves and um spider-man i mean i you know spider-man has gotten me through a lot because i identify you know with spider-man my most recent superhero that i know you know here i am a 26 year old white dude and i i've never seen a character i've i've related to more than this nine-year-old black girl uh moon girl uh who's a new character in marvel comics and i read her whole run of comics (laughs) like in a week um because uh there's just so much similar i just i just felt this connection but with batman in particular um I think about Batman a lot, you know, it comes to mind because I've let fear dictate a lot of my life. Fear has um, pushed me uh, to all sorts of points in my life where I don't want to be trapped me and, and, and put me in dark places. So I, I think of Batman, you know, I think of Batman in those moments where fear is dictating my life. And uh, I think about the way he handles fear. Fear is his greatest power. You know, he, he overcomes that fear and becomes Batman, you know? And so I definitely, that's why I, I have such a deep love for superheroes because even to this day, you know, they, as a, as a grown man, they still help me out a lot. Oh yeah, man. I, I, I definitely agree. They've, they've helped me out numerous times, uh, throughout my entire life. Uh, me and black mage used to have, well, he used to more so tell the comic books that saved my life. I used to love that because it was like, bro. There's so many. There's so many that I could tell you that have done the same for me, too. Uh, definitely something I think we need to get into on some Super Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, just just really, excuse me, uh, getting into comic books that really helped us. Because uh, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of characters. I think for me growing up, the X-Men were always one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some great, compelling storylines. And I think that they did good showing pretty much the racial injustice in the in uh the united states uh and batman for sure always ever since i was a kid batman's just been one of those guys that i've been like you know that's my guy mm-hmm. i think he's way over glamorized these days i'd like to see somebody else get their shine uh, right but he's still he's still my guy overall he's still my og for sure 
And uh, a good segue here is uh, I know you're kind of wanting to touch a little bit on grief today and uh, some people we lost in 2020. And uh, one person, yeah, one person who's a, a, a true real life superhero in my eyes is Chadwick Boseman. Um, his story is incredibly inspirational to me. I mean, he was already inspirational to me as Black Panther, but now he is inspirational to me as Chadwick Boseman, uh, the real life superhero. Uh, especially, you know, I just watched his last movie on Christmas Eve. Uh, and uh, even though, you know, he does all that action stuff in Black Panther, uh, he was so like alive. He's just so like vigorous in, in this, in this last movie. Um, that you're, I'm just thinking to myself, the, the dude was dying, you know, and he, right. and here he is giving it his all, his heart and soul, and uh, that's, you know, that's what that's what superheroes are to me, you know. And Chadwick Boseman oh, yeah. was a was a real one, um, and and my mother, she made a good point today when I brought up that we were going to talk about grief a little bit in in the people we lost in 2020. Grief itself was a little different in 2020 grieving was different in 2020 and she made this point because like with funerals and stuff like that you know um with covid people couldn't go to funerals people couldn't be there with people in their last moments and you know that's hard man that's hard on a lot of a lot of people um yeah 2020 was really hard man so many people, when you look back at the year, so many people were lost. Um, not even accounting, you know, the 100,000, 200,000 people across the country that died of COVID itself. Right. On top of all these more famous well, people that get, I, that get covered. Legends. That, that, A year of know, legends. Ruth yeah, Bader that, Ginsburg, that, that, Kobe Bryant. So I say that were people that we grew up with, people that we looked up to for inspiration. They were our superheroes uh, in real time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, yeah, it was one of those that like 2020, we were writing it off good. Everything was going all right. I did have one uh, that popped up that was like, damn, right before 2020 ended uh, a wrestler that mm -hmm. I just was he was just on the money this year. Uh, Brody Lee uh, just just killing it, man. And then we found out it was just a couple Saturdays ago uh, that he passed away. And it was like out of nowhere. It was at first mm -hmm. it was one of those like damn and you you get real sad because everybody's like man he was such a great father and i'm a dad so then it's like i'm looking at that like damn you know he's only 41 damn yeah. and then it was like the next day though when you when you see literally everybody in his community uh that uh, a line of work wrestling had like funny pictures funny stories like awesome stories to say about this guy really showed the the sort of impact that he left uh behind when he left and then this past Wednesday, when uh, they did, they dedicated an entire show to this guy in such a beautiful fashion. Uh, Tony Khan, my man TK, came out, retired the championship belt the guy just had, gave it to his son and his wife and his other kid. Just beautiful, man. It was such a tremendous show of respect. Cause just I saw like a few said, clips of it on YouTube. Yeah, and just like you said, uh, the fact that you couldn't really, you know, with COVID and all this shit, you can't really grieve the way you normally would grieve with tons of people to have uh, a business like that. A t you know, he's on national fucking television for Christ's sake, go out of their way that much uh, to pay homage and respect to this man because he should have, 
He's, he was, I've loved this man for a long time. I actually got his figurine sitting over here uh, now on the altar uh, after that. But like, yeah, I'm, I've, I messed with that dude for a long time. I thought he was really good. It was great to see him get a shine this year, even uh, though it was short, short, short lived. But uh, yeah, man, the grieving process is, is definitely different. And it's Kevin definitely, Smith was just talking about Brody Lee on his show on Saturday. Uh, and uh, I learned a little fun fact about where Brody Lee got his name. Oh, yeah? Where's that? <laughs> it derives from uh, Mallrats. He, uh, he named himself after the character Brody, played by Jason Lee. Yeah, nice. Brody Lee, yeah, that's where he got the name. And so that's why Kevin Smith was talking about it on a show. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and then, of course, we I don't think we can end the show without mentioning, you know, we lost a lot of heroes, but we lost a villain, too. Uh, one of the greatest supervillains of all time, uh, MF Doom. MF Doom, dude. That was like, you know, uh, you know, he passed away on on Halloween, but we only just found out. And so to 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 leave 2020, literally, what was it like the 30th or the 31st? Like, I, I think it was. The like literally, we were just about done with 2020, and that news dropped. And I I spent the next two days after that just with mf doom on repeat uh again just a legend dude dude he was such an inspiration and just like because it's like i don't and i kept trying to explain this to people like i was like man mf doom passed away and they're like mf doom i don't know who he is and it's like if you at all or you know around my age and you watched adult swim you have heard mf doom right yeah <laughs> like and then, you motherfucker you know him as do well he's your he's dude. your favorite mc's favorite mc so yeah you know yeah and uh, it's just it's yeah man that's such that was such a loss for the hip-hop community mf doom is one of the he he's such a huge inspiration to me because i love the the like the lo-fi genre of hip-hop yeah and it's it's such, it, yeah I want to get into that so bad, but I feel like it just, it takes a tremendous amount of talent to pull off. Absolutely. I mean, that's definitely my, one of my favorite genres of hip hop. I mean, uh, you know, MF doom, uh, Wu Tang typically has a, has a sound like that. Um, and you know, he, he did a lot of stuff with, uh, uh, Oh shit. Ghostface, I think. And, uh, uh other assorted members of, of the Wu. uh, but yeah, it was just, you know, one one more 2020 had to take on the way out. But all right, but it's RIP here, so. to all of these all to right. all of these heroes and to all we missed, to all we lost in 2020, man. We're sad to leave you behind. It's not going to be the same without you. And the the only death that I don't think any of us are going to mourn is 2020s. We're done with it. 2020 is over. We're in 2021. It's a brand new year. We got season two popping off right now. Season two's popping off. We're almost done with our our first uh, week. Uh, we got WTF Wednesday coming up. And that, yeah, and that'll be uh, it. And that's another live live one. Uh, who knows what we're gonna do? You know, it's WTF Wednesday. Is whatever the fuck we want. So I don't think even we do yet. <laughs> no, we really don't. Uh, I'm excited for our Friday night reviews this this week. I think we got a couple of good ones. Uh, at least yeah, the one, the one of the two we picked out that I watched was pretty solid, but we'll get into it on Friday. Uh, but until then, for those of you that, that tuned in, unless you had anything else to add. 
Uh, I don't really. I just see it. Look, I just added a comment there. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, if you haven't, uh, go check us out on our website, chasingshep.com, uh, because you can go to the Chase and Shep music side, listen to Chase's new stuff that he just dropped today. You can listen to all my stuff that I got on there. Uh, on the main page, uh, Chase, you still need to email it to me so I can pop it up real quick, but we should have two two website exclusive tracks. Two, one two for additional each. tracks. Yeah. One from each of us uh, up on there that you could only get on the website. That's right. Copyright uh, so be damned. <laughs> Until we get a letter in the mail, it's going to be up there. But if it ever comes yeah, down, yeah, yeah, we probably got that. My glasses. We just got that letter in the mail, so it might come down. <laughs> but for real, uh, like and subscribe to our shit, please. Uh, everywhere, Facebook, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify. It helps us a long way of trying to make a dream come true. Absolutely. I just want to get out of. Uh, I'm I'm in my mom's basement right now, guys. Uh, I hate, I hate, I just blast it now. I'm not in my mom's basement, but uh, I'm 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 trapped by my anxiety and mental disorders, and this is my only option. So please, please help me make this dream come true. So. Uh, yeah, and like uh, like we said, we'll be back uh, pretty much every day besides Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. You can catch us here on YouTube at pretty much 8 p.m. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's looking like. Yeah. So, so thank you, guys. Uh, next, if you've got anything, uh, like, please send us comments on, on Facebook and on here. Uh, drop us some voice messages on Anchor. Um, and, and let's get this conversation going. Let's talk about mental health. Let's, let's, let's bust this shit wide open. Yeah. I'd like to talk about what you guys want to talk about. So holler at us and maybe we can let you drop in on it and have the conversation with us. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe before too long, we can, we can start throwing some guests in a few episodes. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But thanks everybody for joining us. It's been the chase and ship show. Mental Health Mondays. Peace. See you on Wednesday.